Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, how to feel happier no matter what. And and I'm not sure if happy is quite the right word. Um, Maybe content has that more longer term feeling to it and that's often where I like to point people towards contentment but I I fundamentally thought that for a long time that my happiness came from the outside world and the result of that was me trying to um, create an outside world around me that that made me happy (laughs) so that was you know the things I thought I needed in the material world, the the house, the car, whatever else I, I was trying to get to. the and, and of course, in order to do that, wanting to earn money um, through my career initially, um, going further and further and further up the career ladder. Not That wasn't just for financial gain. That was also to try and feel happy with who I was so really it was all still the same thing still trying to feel happy by controlling the outside world um and it was all sorts of other things as well there was you know people who I tried to control who I wanted them wanted them to be different too but I think now is a good time to focus on the material side of life as we slide towards the end of this week and and reach Christmas Day. I, if you had seen Under the Tree when my kids were little, it was ludicrous because I thought, of course, that I could make them happy too (laughs) by putting lots of presents under the tree. And this year we've really, really toned it down. We've really, I guess, reached a point of peace with it and yeah, just decided it doesn't need to be that. And that's, you know, my children are older, so they kind of get it. But even my fiancé's son, who's only 10, we're really kind of talking to him about how stuff doesn't make you happy. Um, A little while ago, I um, shared some stuff about emptying the attic in my house, um, which is, has got a lot less stuff in it. <laughs> It used to have. It's, it's gone down a little bit. Um, but there was so much stuff up there, toys that had hardly been played with and hardly been used. Um, and, you know, over time in this conversation, it's got actually easier and easier to let things go. And I think that is, again, because I no longer believe my well-being depends on on stuff. And the other thing that's guided me to look more or to see this more, is is spending time in the motorhome and realising that actually, I mean, actually my welfare is fine in a motorhome with very few things around me, not just my emotional well-being, 
I'm okay with very little stuff. And that's a real revelation to somebody who spent a lot of years buying stuff to try and feel better. And I think it's I think it's useful to as we look in this direction to see that our well-being isn't dependent on the things outside of us. Because what I fundamentally see now about that is that while ever we think our well-being is dependent, our emotional well-being is dependent on things outside of us, we will push ourselves very hard to create the money and the stuff that we think is going to make us feel happy. And the, the little phrase to watch out for is, when I have X, when X is a particular way in my outside world, and that, that can be a thing or an amount of money or a number of clients or um, my child's behavior or my own, how I'm feeling even, um, or, you know, stuff, cars, houses, whatever you like. If I, When I have X, I will feel Y. That phrase is one to just start noticing. You might not even be saying it out loud. You might not be that aware of it, but bringing some awareness to it can be really helpful. The idea that when you feel, when you have certain things, that certain things are a certain way in the outside world, that you will feel different, that you will have a better experience of life. is just a misunderstanding and it's not your fault. We've been brought up, haven't we, with it? You know, even like little things like, you know, you get 18 hours, 20 in a spelling test and a parent says, where's the other two? Now they might mean that joking that they're innocent too, but we start to learn that in order to have the approval of other people, but even then over time, the approval of ourselves we need that extra two correct spellings or whatever else it is. It gets bigger and bigger. It gets way beyond two extra correct spellings, doesn't it, in life? And that's perpetuated all around us. All the time. All the time we are being pointed to this idea that once certain things are a certain way in our outside world, we can be okay. And, and, and we then, you know, me as a mother, I know I applied that to my children. Well, if, if they've got this opportunity and those things, et cetera, et cetera, they're going to be okay. And, and, and I really do see now that, you know, you, you can watch and, and read a lot of things about burnout and, and a lot of reasons why burnout happens. There's a lot of, there is still a lot, unfortunately, of blaming the outside world for burnout. But burnout is fundamentally a misunderstanding about where our feelings are coming from. It's all, all human suffering is caused by that misunderstanding. You know, for me, it was creating, from the creation of this idea that the, the things outside of me needed to be a certain way for me to be okay, I then pushed and pushed and shoved and worked really hard to try and create those things. 
not just in my job, but more so actually in my personal life, that I, you know, I wanted people to behave a certain way. I wanted circumstances to be a certain way. And that gave me two things in the world. It gave me a lot to do, um, which was tiring, of course. And it also gave me um, a lot to think about. It's really interesting what's coming to mind right now, which is a bit bizarre, but I'm going to go for it anyway, is that there's um, there's a young couple in uh, Emmerdale at the moment, two, two young men, and uh, one of them is a career, a career lawyer. He's really, really passionate about his career and going up his career. And the other one's an electrician, so he's a bit more. He's a bit more chilled. He's got his own business, but he's not quite as desperate to please um, anybody in a particular business. So the the lawyer guy is um, desperate to please his bosses, one particular boss, one particular partner. And you can see that he's he's really starting to go overboard in time in terms of trying to make himself appealing to this man. Um, but the trouble is the the electrician um, he's getting pulled into it too, to the point where the guy's boss has um, behaved a little bit inappropriately towards the, the young man's, the electrician guy, and the electrician guy's kind of just pushing down his wisdom because he doesn't want to upset the apple cart so that his partner doesn't get the promotion he wants or get... So it gets so... gets into everything, doesn't it? You know, there, there's a young man there really pushing hard to, to have his career be a particular way because he's being driven by the need to feel better and then his, his partner's even getting involved and getting pulled into it because he wants to make sure his partner's okay and has the career opportunities that he wants because he knows it matters to him and he loves him so you can see how it just pervades everything everything until we see it until we see it and when we see it we just start to question it a little bit more. And we reconnect to that wisdom inside us. Now, I used to think this would mean that I would sit on my backside and, you know, when I first heard this, I was like, hang on a minute, if I've not got this, this, you know, the, the Claire pushing thing going on, then, then I'll, it'll be a disaster. I won't <laughs> do anything, I won't get out of bed or... But it's bizarre, the exact opposite is what's happened because... Without all that noise about what's supposed to be for me to be okay. Well, first of all, I am okay most of the time. Well, I'm okay all the time. Sometimes I have some thinking that tells me I'm not, but I know I am really. And from that space, there is creativity, there's energy, there's everything we need to create in the world. And I still have desires, still things I would like, maybe even say want. But the need bit, that grasping kind of, oh, when I have this, I'm going to be okay, that has fallen away. And that has created a lot of peace and a lot of, a lot, as I say, a lot of creativity and a lot of energy to move my life in, in whatever direction occurs to me. But without all that pushing and shoving and the sense that if I don't have certain things, I won't be okay. So I hope you find that helpful. Um, in the run up to this uh, crazy time of year.
And if you do want to talk, I do have um, some time between now and Christmas. So please do reach out if you think that might be helpful. And take care in the meantime. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.